Welcome to the Action Playbook. I'm Jason Fox. And I'm Coach Robin. And we're helping leaders take action in life and business. We're recording. All right. Episode 11. Episode 11. Today we're going to be talking about mentoring and the, the role of mentoring in a business. Lord knows I need some. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we all do, actually. Oh, I mean, that's, that's a good point. That's that a good a, point. That is a good point. It's a nice segue into this. Exactly. The most successful people I know all have some form of mentor still in their businesses and lives. Yeah. The most successful people all around the world have some form of mentor. Yep, hundred percent. I mean, um, I have I have a business coach, um, Robert Kiyosaki. You know, wrote Rich Man, uh, Rich, Rich Dad, Dad, Poor Dad. He's he has a coach. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing is, and and uh, I remember I'll go back to when I started my business, and there were certain flashpoints in the business, as in every business, you go through these transitional phases as the business grows, and uh, during those phases. One person that I knew I could always turn to, one, one of my best mates, his dad was really successful in business and he was just a great guy to sit down and I'd just phone him up and say, hey, um, you know, I've, I've got some stuff. He's like, come on over. You always made time for me, right? Yeah. Come on over and uh, we'll, we'll have a look at that for you. And, and uh, I'd unpack it and he always had such great advice for me and, and it really made a big difference to me. Because you, you often, you don't know what you don't know, right? And so that fear of the unknown is often what holds us back from our own success. Sure. And I know I was so involved in the business that all I could see, you know, was like being in the trenches. I, all I could see was what I knew. Yeah. Um, and he would often come with a fresh perspective, a different set of, you know, fresh eyes on a situation or a problem and come up with things that I hadn't considered or thought of. Very, he, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, because he wasn't involved in the business, he was able to kind of have that helicopter view. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to say. When you're down in the trenches and there's bullets flying over your head and there's explosions behind you and all the rest of it, it can be very hard to see sometimes what's five metres in front of you. Exactly. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I cottoned onto the idea of, of having mentors. Now, I, I didn't really understand much about business coaching. It wasn't a thing when I was starting my business, uh, not like it is today. And so I, I had, you know, um, this guy that I could turn to. And then later on, I, as I started mingling and networking with other entrepreneurs, they became sort of my confidence and my um, advisory board mm. and um, that I know just how powerful that was for me and so I really want to just get that message out uh, through this podcast you know mentoring plays a big role in business there's so much that happens that only uh, you know when we don't get to offload that and things that we just can't share even with our partners. It's really great. Just just to have a sounding board yeah. can be hugely beneficial. 
just as you've been saying that, it's just got me thinking. I was like, isn't it funny how we'll go to primary school for six years? Actually, we'll go to probably kindergarten for two years, sometimes preschool even longer. We'll go to primary school for six years. We'll go to intermediate for two years in New Zealand, then college for three to five years. Then we may go into a university degree for another four or five years. And then somewhere in our life, we start a business and we go, I know it all. She'll be right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's literally how we think. Like I started a business, I'll just figure it out. Yeah. Rather than actually sitting down with someone and going, Where do I start? Or what's how do I do a business plan or you know, how do I set KPIs and sales targets and all the rest of it? We just go, Oh just get busy doing. Yeah. And 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 the speed of information these days, you know, it, it affects industries, it affects markets, you know, it affects um, national and global economies. The speed of information is such a big thing. So even going and and this is no disrespect to anyone that has an uh, MBA, but even having an MBA doesn't set you up for the dynamicism of things changing in the market, right? Yeah, I was listening to the Keeping the Change podcast, which I listened to, which is a great financial podcast in New Zealand run by an accountant, Luke Kimes. And he was talking about how you go to university to study to be an accountant. And when they leave then they start day one of learning how to be an accountant because everything they learned in their degree still to this day is pretty much out of date. It's like, cool, you learned all that stuff, now we're going to teach you zero. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and the way I always think of it is, you know, because I think there's a there's a parallel between sports and business, you know, teams, in terms of uh, – having a strategy, having uh, the right people playing in the right positions. You know, um, the parallels go on and on for business, but the one that is relevant for today's discussion is, you know, um, every sports team will have a coach. Even even individual athletes like uh, Tiger Woods that we've mentioned before has a coach. In fact, I think he has two. Yeah. uh, they'll have more. They'll have personal trainers for their fitness and their strength. They'll have swing coaches. They'll have mindset coaches. They'll have a coach in every corner. Every yeah. every sphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, the All Blacks. I've heard of them. Hurts me to say, but the winningest most team of, you know. You still feel guilty because it's a food poisoning sports. thing and you should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been a very successful franchise, the All Blacks, uh, apparently. Um, but even at their height, and when I say the height, uh, they won two World Cups in a row, the first team to ever do that, right? Two World Cups in a row. And at no point did anyone say, okay, right, well, clearly we know what we're doing here. Uh, let's get rid of our coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, that We've coach, got this. Yeah, we've got this. It's <laughs> like, you know, how do you teach Richie McCaw how to play rugby, right? That That's the role of the coach, but it's not. You know, the coach is there to help shape um, strategize, um, a mentor, mindset, for example, get everyone into the right mindset, build that winning culture. And the same goes for business. You know, a good mentor will help us see things that we otherwise wouldn't see. It would help us understand things that would take a very long time to understand. So, you know, and, and this is not a plug for me. But what I say is I help business owners get from A to B faster than they would get there themselves. Sure. And that's the role of a good mentor or a good business coach. But, I mean, um, there's lots of ways of finding mentorship. That doesn't necessarily mean getting a business coach, right? 
if we if we stop there before you go on to that talking about the sports thing the rugby it's quite interesting because they'll play that game and at the end of that game they'll sit down and go right what do we do well in this game what do we do badly in that game and they'll do that every single week in business we could go years before ever really looking down seeing where our key strengths and our key weaknesses are and we need to be looking at that far more often maybe not weekly but let's look at it monthly yeah. What do we do as a, as a business over the last month that we executed really well that we need to do more of? And what do we do really poorly that we can bring up? And rather than trying to bring everything up at once, and this is the, you know, the over-information. Yes, there's podcasts and stuff that we're about to start going into, but I'm guilty of it myself. I play golf. I play golf poorly. I watch YouTube and go, oh, sweet. I need to swing into out my club face needs to be here my grip needs to be here there 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 i've watched these 10 videos i go and i've got 10 thoughts in my head and i shank the ball onto the trees and then i go to the golf coach after getting frustrated and in one day i'm hitting these beautiful ball flight shots directly at the flag because i just had one thing to focus on not this plethora of information floating through my head confusing me it goes back to the previous podcast focus. I can stay focused on that one task that's going to get me, will help me grow. And then in a couple of weeks' time, I can take the next step rather than trying to do 100 things at a time. So that's a, you know, when you sit down with a coach, yeah, you can, you can sit down and watch YouTube and all the different things. But again, he might be seeing something that's blindingly obvious blinding flash of the obvious in Robin's words that's right there in front of you that could make that little tweak that's going to change your day your life your business your relationship whatever it might be like that versus scrambling along trying to go in 10 directions at once because you watch 10 videos over the weekend yeah really good point there Jason really really important because there's so much information flying at high speed mm. so much information out there Finding out who the right mentor is, you know, perhaps it's an author that you've been reading a couple of books on, um, perhaps it's a podcast, yep, perhaps it's a personal trainer, but the key thing is, you know, listen, listen, find the person that's going to have the biggest influence for you, one that you can connect with, and then stick with that one person. You get too much advice, your golfing thing, too much advice from different angles, it's just going to create the confusion. Mm. Whereas if you're working with somebody who gets to know you, gets to know your business, gets to know your golf swing, they are far more able or capable of helping you improve that because they know you. They yeah. know how you operate. Um, they know your strengths and your weaknesses. And so they, they work on those and they amplify exactly what you said there amplify the things we do well and strengthen the things that we don't yep yep agreed agreed yeah so um there's lots of lots of examples of mentors um you know uh, business coaches one um experienced entrepreneurs as a mentor would be another um yep. podcasts books, authors, your you father's know. friend, all that sort of stuff like you mentioned. One that I think relates to probably most people, and it's not everyone, but it's most people, is a personal trainer. Yeah. You know, it, I just um, signed up at Anytime Fitness. That's a gym I signed up in, in 11 years ago. So I've been there. I've been working out for quite some years. That wasn't the first gym I entered. Um, but even still, they, they went, right, new gym, would you like a PT session? So 
I said, no, I'm above that. I've been working out for 11 years. 100% would there'd be some stuff that potentially if they wrote a little program that would probably be right for me right now with where I am at in my life. Oh, actually, I've got a bit of a shoulder injury. I've got this, I've got that. Oh, well, don't do it that way, Jason, do this. So I'll take them up on it probably at some point, but I'm just getting into the flow, getting to know the gym before I book something. But most people would have gone through that. They would have joined a gym, walked in there and gone, man, all those machines kind of look the same, but you sit in different places on the same machine. I don't know where to start. So that hour with the gym instructor or the personal trainer, writing out a little bit of a program for you, gets you started on that journey. So that's something that everyone can relate to. So a business coach may seem super high level. And when this is not a plug for coaching, because we're talking about mentoring and whatever it may be, that might be super high level. But when that's your income, your bottom line, it's your relationships in your business, it's relationships you take home, it is probably something you should take a look at and take seriously. And uh, coming back to where we started, just coming full circle around to the fact that, you know, every all of those top business people have business mentors or business coaches in one sense or another. Mm. Um, it's a very, very rare beast that can go out on their own and not turn to anyone for any advice or any help and still figure out how to make, you know, uh, how to create a massively successful business. Um, For 99.99999% of us, we benefit from bouncing ideas of other people, um, getting advice from people who have walked the walk that you're about to walk yourself and ultimately um, can see things that you can't see because you're really stuck inside that business. That's right. And and in that, Often in business, your business partner is your spouse. You know, it's your wife or husband, whichever sex you are listening to this. And sometimes that business partner is the person that you want to vent about. Yeah. And who do you have to vent about with someone who understands your business and goes, I think their stubbornness is holding our business back. But if you've got a coach or potentially you could say, hey, this is where I think we're stuck in a business. I 100% agree. But maybe if the coach comes in rather than husband or wife said having that conversation, they can say, hey, I can see you're really stuck here and, and you feel that, but for these reasons, da 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 and because there's obviously a transaction of money and stuff, they might be a little bit more open to listening to said discussion and therefore getting over that hurdle with, without a divorce which is more expensive than a coach. <laughs> Honestly, Jason, I, I've been called a marriage counsellor more than a coach uh, many occasions, yep. many occasions. And and often that's what it comes down to. And it, and it's, it just happens to be a husband and wife team, right? But yeah. it, it is true for partnerships. Um, uh, I, I know I went through that, you know, and uh, yeah, being able to and, and, and leads very nicely into mental health as well. Because mental health is a massive issue in business. And, you know, this is something that, that is concerning for me is, you know, the number of mental health problems that business people face. And this is one way of dealing with that. You know, it's one way of being able to offload. And sometimes it just helps to talk about it. And, you know, um, uh, I'm always I always make myself available for anyone who's going through a really tough time yep. just to have a chat and talk and uh, you know hopefully figure some stuff out mm. but often and more often than not just 
listening to them is what they really need. Yeah, because often when you try and speak to other people, they'll speak to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll tell you their they'll their opinion or whatever it might be rather than actually just listening. And yeah, go rewind to communication on podcasts, I think seven or eight. <laughs> Did a podcast on that. So yeah, yeah very important. So I think that kind of covers it. Um, is there any any other key points in mentoring? Mentoring's a lot of things, people. It's um, yeah, it's it's your mindset, it's your health, it's your sports, but ultimately, what puts food in your table is your business. I think that's a key point here. Is that I know many, 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 many business owners, and. I'd like to say not many of them actually have coaches yeah. or have taken taken that path or that route. And I don't believe people start businesses not to succeed. Mm. I think everyone has intentions of this this brighter life, having more time. Um, the previous podcast, what do we just call that previous podcast? Focus. Focus. We talked about focusing down and when you're – Busy, you're in your business, or is it a business or is it busyness? You know, your busyness can be you just stuck in the business. Because you are busy in your business doesn't mean your business is growing. It just means you're chasing around the small things that are in front of you. So having that coach will help you clear that clutter, make the right hires, whatever it might be, to to grow your business and actually gain that time back so that your thought pattern and Robin talks about it a lot when he was building his business up on all his mates were out playing golf, but he had a bigger business than them, but he didn't have time. He couldn't understand why it's because he was, he needed to find that right direction in his business. And I'm sure a lot of you do too. And, and I think just the last one, last point I want to make is a lot of people con, are concerned about the cost of having a business coach or a business mentor. Um, a good, a good business coach or mentor is going to give you like tenfold return on whatever that cost will be. Uh, that you know that, that is one thing that we need to overcome is this idea of oh, I can't afford that. Maybe you can't afford not to. Yeah, look how many people put a thousand dollars a month in the shares or into a term deposit to earn four thousand dollars, but they won't invest ten thousand dollars into their business to gain a hundred thousand dollars. Exactly, and those are the type of returns that we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that's how that's how the success of mentoring and mentorship can be measured. Um, that with you know, good mental health, good life balance, uh, time to spend with the people that really matter, not just in the business, but you know outside of the business as well, and um, being able to do the things that you want to do because you can afford it. Those are the really important things. You've actually just got me motivated on another tangent now. Which, which is in line with what we're talking about. So all of us have been taught over years that we need to diversify our risk. We need to put, you know, oh, we'll put some money over in the shares here and we'll put some money in property and we're going to do all these things. And that's fantastic. And we've all been told the average millionaire has seven income streams. So I'm super busy making all these income streams. And that's fine. When you get $200 here and $200 there, it doesn't make you a millionaire, does it? But... Let's have a look at some of the biggest, wealthiest people on earth. Warren Buffett. Yes, he owns a lot of businesses, but how did he start out? He brought majority stake, all his money, majority stake into one business. And then when he had a big enough portion of that business that he basically owned the business, 
who brought a majority stake in the second business and he's continued to just swallow up those businesses. He hasn't gone out and brought every business. He's waited till the time's right and he's brought the largest sum of that business. So all of us, and he hasn't gone out and brought property and other things. The dude gets up, he has his McDonald's in the morning, his Coke, which he's majority share owner of, and he goes to work and he's put all his time and focus back into that. Elon Musk built PayPal, sold it. He invested 100% of his income into three businesses. Recently, he decided he needed a media platform to free up free speech. He didn't buy a percentage of the business, he bought 100% of the business. Mm. So all of us get lost trying to buy, you know, invest in all these other things where we need to probably focus down, reinvest in our businesses and ourselves so that we can increase our income and then we can worry about those other things. But putting $10,000 into shares to earn 4% on it is going to give you $14,000 for the end of the year or do I put $10,000 into self-education, into the business and doing things better, smarter, and return a hundred thousand dollars. I'd take the hundred thousand. Yeah, I was I was the king of chasing shiny objects when I had my business. Everybody had a great idea, and every idea seemed like amazing at any given time. But when I look at it and I look back now, you know, all of those ideas, maybe two out of ten, yeah, um, actually stick. Yeah, uh, the rest have all fallen by the wayside. Right. So yeah. Um, chasing shiny objects can be really dangerous, mm. correct? But yeah, focus down and investing in yourself, especially over the next 12 months while there's uncertainty. I mean, they talk about recession, we're in one. It's not that scary, but focus in, learn more, grow through it and succeed. And and uh, last last point, when you learn something, you have it for life, mm-hmm. right? So working with somebody who's got that knowledge that can share that knowledge with you, when they share that knowledge with you, you've got it for life. It is a learning. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe it costs a couple of dollars, but what you have, what you get in return is what you get for life. So get out there and take some action. Do it today. <laughs>